Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Real gon' recognize. Real gon' recognize. Real gon' recognize. Real. Real. Only gon' recognize. Still. Still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine. I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. I go for mine. I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Welcome, everybody, to the KIRP radio show. It's uh, another beautiful evening, man, 420. 
Okay, I didn't mean to bring that up first, but you guys know I, I normally give the date first. So 8.03 p.m. is the time. You know, that's when we normally get started after that beautiful intro. Uh, one of their old-time hip-hop favorites, Quiet Storm. Uh, not Quiet Storm. Oh, man, sorry. My beep anyway. We get that right. It is 4.20, though, folks, and happy Easter to everybody out there who celebrates uh, Passover, who celebrates the resurrection of Christ and, uh, you know, People of the Christian faith, like myself, and uh, like Christians are under fire right now, man. A lot of people take issues with us celebrating Easter, and uh, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, I don't know what to feel about that. You know, I, I there's a number of things that I would like to say about it. I mean, I, to a lot of people, I would just say, mind your business, you know, What's it to you? Um, we can celebrate what we want, when we want, and, you know, it's our business. It's our prerogative. We have the right to celebrate what we want to celebrate, when we want to celebrate it. You know what I mean? And uh, just like other folks in this country celebrate the things that they want to celebrate, and it's fine, and it's all well and dandy, um, but we happen to celebrate the resurrection of Christ. So, you know, to all you Christians out there who celebrate, and, and I say celebrate it, but the truth of the matter is, I, I didn't go to church today. Um, I don't know, to all my people out there on Facebook, shout out to all my Facebook followers out there, all my Facebook family, it's not followers, if you're part of KRP, or if you listen to Curb Radio, you're family, you know, forget about following and all that stuff, but to all my people out there in Facebook land and Twitter land, to all my family out there, extended family, uh, you guys know that I've been busy in the crib. And, and if you don't know what the crib is, you got to listen to the show more often to all you uh, straight political people who don't choose to do anything but politics. Let's get some spruce in your life, folks. Let's spruce it up a little bit. Uh, the crib is the lab. The lab is the pad, the house, my domain, the kingdom. And uh, just bought a new house, hopefully the last house, Jesus Christ. I hope it's the last house. Lord, I do. Uh Blessed to be able to buy a house anyway. There's a lot of people out there who can't buy a house. There's a lot of people in debt, uh, foreclosure, you know, and, and, and things of that nature. So I thank God that I've had the ability to take care of myself in making the right decisions and saving money and working two or three or four or five jobs and just, you know, on my hustle. Um, capitalism is real, folks. You know, a lot of people don't like that, but, you know, it is what it is. Capitalism is real. That's what this country should stand on. Uh, you should believe in capitalism. You should believe in the understanding that, you know, if you hustle hard, you can make money for yourself. Um, there's a tax burden that goes along with that that I don't agree with, but that's another story. But anyway, anyway, to all my people out there, you guys have seen where I've been posting pictures and, you know, here's a, here's a short story, and, and then I'm going to get into the topics and, and the things that we got to talk about tonight. But here's the short story. I buy this house. Um heck of a deal. I'll just say it like that. Some folks inherited this house. They tried to get out of paying uh, the value of the house for which it stands. In other words, uh, they, they devalue the house because of the year that it, was, uh, that it was built, 1960. Old house, beautiful home, okay? Old house, 1960. And they tried to pay the taxes based off of 1960. Okay, when the house is really worth, I don't know, one hundred and forty, hundred and fifty thousand dollars, they dropped it to like seventy-eight thousand dollars because it was inherited. 
and they didn't want to pay the taxes based on all the upgrades that the house has already. Anyway, long story short, um, I got to get, get a great deal on this house, so I called some people out. There's some changes that I want to make. want to modernize the house. want to make it look funky fresh. I want the house to be nice um, before my wife and kids move in. I, I got all these big ideas. And, you know, my wife is an HGTV watcher, and I know she has her own ideas, so I wanted to go through the house and make these, you know, take care of these things before they moved in. You know, upgrade, add a shower, add a bathroom, mudroom, whole bunch of different things. So I call these people out uh, to give me estimates, you know, estimates on redoing, refinishing the hall with floors, you know, re- totally remodeling the kitchen. I mean, a bunch of estimates, and then, you know, carport, uh, I'm sorry, sunroom. You know, I got I got these huge ideas, right? Now, I don't have huge idea money, granted, that I can uh, spend all on these upgrades. But I'm okay. I'm, I'm a little straight. You know, I make some arrangements. I did a couple of things, and, you know, legal, legal things. Anyway, so I call these people out. They come out. You know, they talk about what a beautiful home this is, and, oh, I can't believe what year it is, and the building, our back, and the yard, and all this great stuff. But then they give me these quotes that are out of this world. I mean, this one particular company, I'm not even going to call the name out because, number one, I don't want to give them free publicity, and a lot of people listen to the show. So I definitely don't want to give them the publicity. And I know I'm not worried about about any one of the listeners calling these folks because they price themselves totally out of the ballpark anyway. $48,000 estimate for sunroom. 48K for a sunroom. Now, mind you, I tell this man how much I pay for this house. That $48,000 was 60% of what I paid for the house. So imagine me spending that much money on an addition, okay, when I paid less than $80,000 for the house. It's crazy. Who would do that? But anyway, $48,000 for that. Then I call all these people for the hardwoods and, the, and the, you know, I want to stone at it and all these other repairs. But I call these folks. And they come out and they give me these estimates. And even when they're a little bit high, because I wanted to start right away, leases up on the rental that we were living in, so I wanted to start right away. They can't start right away. Or they got to go on vacation or they're going fishing. And I'm not talking about a couple hundred dollars. I'm talking about a few thousands, thousands of dollars. Okay, six and seven and eight thousand dollars per item. And these folks can't get to it right away, not because they have another job, not because they're busy with this, that, and the other. It's simply because they don't want to start right away. This one man told me he planned a fishing trip and he wanted to go fishing. Now, listen, if you run run your own business, the beautiful part of running your own business is that you can take vacation when you want. That's cool. I respect it. It is what it is. I don't understand businesses today. Man, I can't even talk. I held that S on for a long time. I don't understand businesses today, you know, with all the struggle that people are going through, with all the tax burden that people are facing, with all the, 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 the loss of income and the loss of sales, you know, that everybody's going through. It's amazing to me that people don't want to get money when they can get money. I don't understand, and I tried everybody. All types of races, all types of big box, small box. The big box, the big box guys are ready to start today. They're ready to get busy. But I pride myself on spending money with small businesses because I promote that throughout the country. 
I promote that on this show. Small business is the key. But to a lot of small business owners, they don't value your dollar. They don't. They want you to pay them what they're worth, and that's fine, but they want to work on their own time. So long story short, anyway, I met this guy by the name of Ralph Nicky. Don't know the name of his company. Hired Ralph on the spot. Ralph was working three days later, and the only reason it was three days later is because I was in L.A., and I was in Virginia. So he was waiting for me. This guy comes in, knocks it out, adds on the bathroom. I mean, this guy is doing, man, you wouldn't believe the job that this guy's doing. So shout out. I'm going to take one second to give a B.I.G. shout out to Ralph and uh, uh, Nikki and Construction Co. And, and his workers. Great guy. Uh, terrific guy. I even got the guy. Check this out. I even got the guy to coach the baseball team that my nonprofit is sponsoring. The Love and Father Society sponsoring the Green Level Trojans baseball team, uh, midget division. I'm going to show you. I'm going to put the jerseys up. Can we get, we're going to get the jerseys up on Facebook and on Twitter so you guys can see the jerseys. We got some dope gold jerseys for them. We're going to go over there and present it to them, man. And we're trying to do some things out in the community, man, because that's where it's at, you know. So B.I.G. shout out to everybody out there who are doing things in the community and all you small business owners who are out there on the job doing their thing, holding it down with the good estimates and working your asses off. B.I.G., shout out to all you guys out there, man. You got nothing but love. If you're a small business owner, hit me up, 619-638-8559. You got free publicity here throughout the remainder of the month. We're going to do what we can to promote you guys. Or send us a tweet, shoot us an email, krpradio at gmail.com. Uh, also, tweet us at symbol KRP Radio Show, at symbol NC Pudgy. Let me know. We'll get those lists together. Hit us up on Facebook. You know what it is, facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. Find me, Pudgy Miller, on Facebook also. We're going to do what we can to promote some more of these small business owners who actually get busy, who actually want to go to work today, who needs the publicity, who needs the advertisement. We're going to see what we can do, folks. It won't be a full-fledged advertisement, but I'll definitely – Mention your name on the show. We'll try to mention your name on the Facebook and the Twitter pages so people can know where you are. So have your information tight, your website tight, and be ready to get money because I'm definitely out to help all you guys out here. I value good service, man. I definitely value good service. And if you guys need any upgrades when it comes to home repairs or even home buildings, this guy, he's going to build me another garage out back. And um, so, you know, look out. Ralph Nicky, I'll see if I can get his information. I don't have it right here in front of me. Um, but I'll definitely try to get his information out there to everybody because you need this guy. This guy's awesome, and, and he's did me a heck of a job out here. And uh, so shout-out to Ralph Nicky. But anyway, moving along, folks, uh, it is Easter. And, uh, you know, I was just, for, for the little bit of time, extra time that I did have today, I didn't spend a lot of time on social media. And I always try to spend a lot of time on social media, on uh, especially on the weekend. I try my best to get there because – a lot of times I get to sleep late or, you know, I check out these blogs or I check out these other things. And, you know, I try to just scroll through and see what's going on. But uh, I didn't spend a lot of time. But I did see the controversy of the Easter falling on 420. And people were straight up tripping. I'm talking about beefing. Man, I can't even explain how it was going down. I think the the, 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 the weirdest, not the weirdest, but that's the cutest thing I saw was a pound of weed. I'm talking about a pound of that. Ooh, weed, a pound of that. 
And Snoop Dogg say that's sticky, icky, icky. Um, <laughs> so I found that sticky, icky, icky, some dro, if you, for all my 420 celebrators out there. And I don't smoke, folks. By the way, I know you're listening to me like, yeah, I know Pudgy Smoke. But listen, I, I don't smoke. I'm a business owner, and, you know, I, I run several businesses, and I promote uh, anti-drug use. You know, I'm a drug-free guy. Proud to say it. I'm a square today. But I have smoked, and I sold a lot of weed. <laughs> so I know, listen, man, I know what I'm looking at. I know what I see. And the cutest thing I saw was a pound of weed in the shape of the Easter Bunny. And that was just dope to me. I, you know, it is what it is, man. You ain't got to like it. I like it. It is what it is. 619-638-8559-420 falling on Easter. There's a lot of people. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. I, man, if I was a gambling man, in which I am, I just have nobody to bet in here right now. But uh, I guarantee you there was somebody out there, deacon, maybe even the pastor, you know, I'm not knocking you. I'm saying y'all do what you do. Um, several members, right? I know there was somebody out there, somebody, anybody out there that had either some tops rolling papers, talking about weed here, some tops rolling papers. That's for the old school. That's why I said deacon, you know, the old school deacon, pastors and all that. And uh, I know there was some members out there with some blunts in their pocket in the congregation today. Now, to me, that's just a little bit too much. I got a couple of people who are going to call in here in just a second or, or that I'm going to actually call, and they have no idea that I'm going to call them, right? And we're going to talk weed. You guys are going to enjoy this, man. 619-638-8559. When we come back, I'm going to be talking to a couple of weed smokers, and we're going to talk about Easter and 420 falling on the same day. And uh, the most important thing about today is that we got a special guest by the name of Anita Moncrief. And I'm not even going to tell you her story. I've got her bio, but her background is amazing. I'm talking about, listen, y'all know I promote telling on this show. If you're doing wrong, let me just, let me put it out there. And y'all, everybody know where I'm from. I'm from the hood. You ain't got to like it, but that's where I'm from. And I represent the inner city. I also represent the middle class. I also represent the super rich. Yeah, I do, because I'm somebody in America that speaks truth no matter what, so help me God. And you ain't got to like it again, but the truth is what it is. This is real truth, real talk radio, R-T-R-T-R, baby. That's how we do it. 619-638-8559 is the number. KRP Radio Show on Twitter, at NC Pudgy is me. I'm going to call a couple of weed heads, man, because I want to know what they're talking about. But the most important part of the night, Anita Moncrief is coming on the show. You guys know I promote telling. If you do something in front of me or if I catch you doing something, I'm going to tell it. And Anita Moncrief is my hero because she told it, maybe one of the biggest spilling of the beans ever in America. So all you people out there who don't think that there's voter uh, – let me just say criminal voting. I'm not, I'm not even going to downplay it. I just wanted to sound as, as, as bad as it really is. Criminal voting. There's criminal voters out there. There's people out there that manipulate the voting system. And Anita Moncrief is going to come on. But she's going to tell you her history in that. Well, at least I'm going to answer a couple of questions on that. But really while we got on the show, the Black Conservative Fund, 
I got an email about something called the Black Conservative Fund. And I was like, what the hell is the Black Conservative Fund, right? I mean, the name sounds cool. It's a lot of, it's a lot of swag in that name, the Black Conservative Fund. That sounds like something I want to be a part of. When I, listen, it's, it sounds like, you know, like, like the mafioso or like the firm. It sounds real cool to me. All right? So I want to know what it's really about. And I've been going around and I've been asking questions and, you know, I've, I've, I've consulted some people and nobody can clearly tell me what the Black Conservative Fund is. But I got in touch with Anita Moncrief, and she's part of the Black Conservative Fund, one of the founding members who sits on the board, and she's going to tell us what the Black Conservative Fund is because I want to know. It sounds like something I want to join. Anyway, I got to go to one commercial. You know what? Forget the commercial. Ain't nobody pay their bills this month. Let's go to Anita right now. I'm not even going to call my weed smokers. I'm going to talk to Anita about weed. Uh, can we get on the air right now, guys? Can we pull up? Let's pull, let's pull up right now. Anita, this is Pete. How you doing? Do we have it now? All right, I guess we don't got it right now. We'll get after this commercial, folks. 619-638-8559 is the number. We'll be right back after these messages. Happy Easter 420. It is my mission to create brand stories for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice. Ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design that makes you look like the originator and not an imitator. Get you out of your comfort zone. Inspire you to take action. Be risky and always stay true to your passion. Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jill Osco, J&K Fresh LLC, celebrity chef Nikki Shaw, teen and family producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaniinc.com. Hey Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today. No problem, Nate. I promise to exercise and eat right. Don't forget 60 minutes to play a day, right? And I'll grow up to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. I'm playing the NFL. Yes, sir. And be dressed number one. Maybe. Become the starting quarterback of the Panthers. Okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me? And make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player. Whoa. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? You're home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, Carter. Welcome back to the KRP Radio Show, the number one real truth, real talk radio show in the land, and you or your mama or your deacon dressed in all white today and and your mama and your first lady, ain't none of y'all got to like it. And we're still the number one truth talking radio show in the land, baby. 619-638-8559 is the number. Hit us up on Facebook, folks. Facebook.com slash KRP Radio Show, K-I-R-P, for all you folks that are listening slow because I'm not talking fast. You're just listening slow, baby, like a pimp say. Also on Twitter, folks, at Simple NC Pudgy is me, at Simple KRP Radio Show is the show. You know how we do it. We're also on iTunes, blowing it up iTunes.com backslash podcast, KRP Radio Show, or just use the keyword KRP1 Radio 2, show is three, and iTunes will give you the ability to listen to all the past KRP Radio shows and all the old podcasts and some of them that I hate because the sound was just so horrible, but it is what it is, man. Greensboro, North Carolina, baby, the new location destination. I am broadcasting from the comfort of my home in my building out back, a.k.a. called the Smoke Shop. And I was supposed to broadcast live from one of these, uh, uh, I guess they call them novelty stores, right? But they're not, they're not really novelty stores because when I walked in this place, now, I wanted to be there, first of all, because it was Easter and Easter happened to fall on 420, as I was saying earlier. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I believe that uh, all the smokers went to church today because, first of all, on Easter, that's the day where everybody goes to church. I mean, everybody's in there. Your, your cousin that you ain't seen in 15 years, 
your boy with the uh, medallion around his neck who just got out, probably wearing a white dashiki. Uh, all your Muslim boys, you know, who just got out, you know, you know, it is what it is. Everybody was in church today, Muslim, Buddhist, Catholic, you name it. Everybody was in there because you got to eat today, and the kids got the Easter egg hunt for free, and they went in and got that good word. I don't care what you believe. You know, I, I don't. I'm a Christian uh, by definition. I believe in Jesus Christ, and I believe him as my Lord and Savior. I believe that to be the truth, and ain't nothing going to bend that. You ain't going to like that again. Um, real truth, real talk radio. You know how we do. But there were all sorts of people in church today. And I know all sorts of those people go into these novelty shops and into the convenience stores, and a lot of them smoke weed. Your pastor might smoke weed. And I ain't talking about medical marijuana. I'm talking about some of that sticky, icky, icky, baby, like I said earlier. But anyway, I ain't knocking your past if you smoke, man. It's cool. You know, it is what it is. Well, maybe it's not cool, but it is what it is. I can't control that. There's nothing I can say about that. People will argue, though. Now, this is the part that gets me about marijuana, about weed, and the whole case for legalizing it. Um, people will argue with you that it's a plant. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, it's okay as long as you don't have the chemicals. I, listen, let me tell y'all something right now. And, and the reason I could talk about weed and grow and chocolate tie and, and, and homegrown, and I could just name all sorts of weed right now, man, because I'm out here. Like, I'm in the communities. I deal with these kids. And I was out there before as a child. Like, I was out there hustling weed and selling it. And I told you I believe in capitalism in all sorts of ways. And I'm not saying that it's cool to sell drugs. I'm just telling you I'm from that walk of life so I understand what people do and also understand why people do it. And there's another thing that I understand, and that's simply the fact that marijuana and cigarettes are gateway drugs. I know this is not an after-school special. I get it. This is not something where, you know, some corny, cheesy ABC or, or, or you know, some corny, cheesy show where they're saying, say no to drugs, please don't do it. Uh. You know, it's not one of them deals, man. I understand what goes on. These kids are out here and they, they're chilling. You know, they, they see their big brother. They see their cousin smoking. And, you know, they're like, man, I'm going to try that too. Or their homeboys and their homegirls and, you know, TV, entertainment, Music, everybody glorifies the feeling that you get. See, they don't glorify the smoking that much as more as they do as, as more they do the feeling. You know, people talk about, oh man, I'm so high. Oh, I feel so good, man, I'm so high. Like that's what you hear. So most of the kids when they see that, these people are just like them and they look cool, that they're, they're appealing, you know, they got the latest song out, they got the, you know, hottest car or or, or whatever. You know, they see this stuff. And they also see their parents, you know, who, who are we kidding, right? They see their parents smoking or their grandparents smoking, whether it be weed or cigarettes. And I'm making a case for both right now, so rile with me for a second. But uh, they see this stuff, and then they want to do it. They want to experience it. They don't want to have the dependency. Like, they don't want to stink like cigarettes do when you smoke so many back-to-back cigarettes in, in your car. They, they don't want that after smell. You know, they they don't want the black lips you get or the fingertips burn up when you smoke so much weed or, you you know, you, you, you're smoking joints down to the last little bit to make your fingertips hard. And, you know, they don't want the dependency of having to figure out, hey, I only got $10, but I want to get high right now. Not because I just want to get high, but something in my mind is telling me I need this. Something in my body is telling me that I got to go get this. And people always say they have control of this, but it's something internal once you start. Something internal says, you know what? It's time. 
every day when you wake up, it's time. And it starts out as a casual thing. It's something you just do with your homeboys or your homegirls or do on the weekend, right? Or something you might do when you're just depressed. And everybody who has a dependency knows what I'm talking about. It's not just me. I, I understand where I'm going here. I'm not the only person that went through this. It's something about it that says it's time. And not the, it, it's not the fun of it that says it's time. It's the dependency of in your mind. Your mind is saying, I got to have it. That's what it really is. And the same thing happens with hardcore, heavy drug users. Something in their mind tells them, but probably more frequently for the crack addicts, the coke addicts, the crank addicts, the meth addicts, it's something in their mind more frequently because those drugs are so much more harder, so much more harsh, so much more demanding of you, right? So you can't argue the fact that weed is just a plant. It's not going to do anything to you. Tobacco is just a plant. Hell, cocaine is a plant. For that, for the fact that that matter, heroin is a plant. For the fact that that matter, and all of this stuff is used for medical use. All of this stuff is somehow used in in in, in medication, the codeine and the, you know all permissive things. All, all this stuff that people turn for drug use for recreational use is also used in the medical field. It is. I, I'm not arguing that. I'm not saying that there are, aren't some positives about it. But I'm sitting here, and I'm glad to tell you guys that one thing I know for sure, for sure, is that marijuana, alcohol, let me include that too, shame on me, tobacco is all addictive. Your body reacts to those things the same way it does cocaine, crack, crank, meth, all that other stuff that people do. So there's no argument, heroin and all that. There's no argument on the fact that it's just a plan or it's not bad for you or it's really good because in your mind it tells you to do the same thing. In your mind, it's something that those drugs trigger in your brain that says, I have to have this. I want this. And it's not because today is a fun day. Today is a Monday. And Monday it's going to say, you know what? I want to smoke a joint. I need to smoke a blunt. I need a drink. And that's what happens. I need a cigarette. And, and before you know it, it goes from Saturday and Sunday or just Saturday or every now and then or every blue moon to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Also, and then before you know it, you're spending bill money on it. And if you're not careful, if you're not really careful, because this is what I've seen happen in much harder drugs. I've also seen it in marijuana, but folks don't believe me. I know people that are crackheads for weed. Where they steal things, they go out, they, they, they sell their bodies, basically, okay, they'll do anything for a joint. I know it. I've seen it for a blunt. Let me, let me speed time up here. It's 2014, for God's sake. Let me, let me get that blunt out there. That's what people are smoking now. So I, but I've seen it, folks. So, I mean, there's no argument in, in, in that case at all, and you just got to accept it for what it is. Until you guys, until somebody can prove to me, that marijuana doesn't trigger something in your, in your brain on any other day than the day that you attribute to smoking, if you can prove that to me, if there's some kind of scientific study, I need to see it. I would like to see it. I want to see it. Got to see it. Anyway, 619-638-8559, it is time for the lady of the hour, Anita Moncrief, to come on here and tell us what the, conservative, the black conservative fund is. 
and I told you guys the fund, F-U-N-D, Black Conservative Fund, and I've been waiting to know what this is. I'm still trying my best to figure this thing out, what it is, and uh, let me go to commercial, folks. We'll be right back. I'll bring Manita Marquis on here in like one, maybe two minutes, and uh, you're rocking with the KLP Radio Show, baby, number one over 20-something million people on this show. We don't even keep up with it no more. Don't even post it no more. It is what it is. We'll be right back. K-I-R-P Radio! I'm standing straight like, I'm going to tell y'all a little something about my homie, right? This shit sunny, man. I don't know how y'all going to say that, man. I mean, did she say that? That's what you're probably going to say. It's going to be like, yo, did she say that? A trip through Liberalville. Come with me on a trip through Liberalville. Call it what you may. The ghetto, the hood, the block, the trap is nothing more than the outcome of liberal policy. If the Negro in the ghetto must eternally be fed by the hand that pushes him into the ghetto, he'll never have the strength to get out of the ghetto. That's Carter Woodson, and it's the premise for this article. Now, when most people think about Liberalville, called by one of the aforementioned nicknames, they think drugs, crime, trash, and desperation, low-grade public housing, limited job opportunities, and no chance at a quality education. They just forget to look at the equation. People plus liberal politics equals total degeneration. You need a better tour guide. What's really there, the liberals had. People of all faiths, colors, and creed, all with a basic need to belong. See, it's the same song from 8-Tracks, the Wax CD, the iPod. Living in Liberalville is hard, or is it? Let me tell you what I see when you remove the democratic elite. I see... The poet, feelings into verbs, action into words, a revolution has occurred in modern-day storytelling. His wit is hard to defeat, his desire makes it hard to compete, but his skill stays on mixed tapes and side streets because we find value in the industry. I see the artist, a vision in his head, bigger than any paper or pad, graffiti formed on walls, and it's sad. We find no value in the art that he shares, so it stays in Liberalville halls instead of on museum walls as property values continue to fall. I see the pastor, broken and remade, no longer weighed down by past mistakes, saved and enraged. Those around him continue to fade from God's glory to government shade in an attempt to be made into what our Savior already promised. I see the banker. Never stepped foot out of Liberalville still. The boy can convert euros to yen and back to dollars again, accounting for inflation and taxation trapped in a situation where he doesn't understand the value of his instant computations. I see the politician on a mission to stand in opposition to anyone who would change the rules halfway through the game. He can rev up the folks, folks and gather the vote, but it's a shame. He has no power or desire until shots are fired and the people need someone to blame. I see the lawyer, not court, but street-appointed masters of defense, not bar, but street associates of common sense. In a pinch, he can play name that crime. He can list the charges, guess the verdict, and predict prison time. Dirty hands and deeds protected by a brilliant mind. I see the social worker. Two kids of her own, two of her brothers, never doing for self, always for others. I shudder to feel such a back-breaking weight. Low funds, short supply, and empty plates, and a support system that says, wait, fall a little further, then we'll save the day. I see the psychiatrist. Oh, she may be whacked out, she may seem, but for free she'll break down your dreams whether you asked her to or not. She spots those who pass with a swift kick in the ass and says, hold up, not so fast. 
Your mom did it and so did I. The answer to your problem is not getting high. It's doing more than just getting by. I see a promise. I see a possibility. A promise and a possibility with a capital P and potentially the only salvation for our community. G, shout out to Sonny Johnson for that Liberalville uh, poem or piece that she's done. Can we give Sonny a round of applause, please? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That was that was a little bit late, but I appreciate that round of applause. But VIG, shout out to Sonny Johnson, man, who uh, dropped that piece just a couple years ago entitled Liberalville, and uh, that piece really paints a picture of a society um, from, I'm going to say, our perspective, because I definitely agree with Sonny on this. And, and what happens is, from in the, in the community, let me, let me just say this for a second. The community that I'm from, you know, while I'm talking about Easter and, and, and marijuana and, you know, all these other things, but the communities where I'm from, um, where I grew up, you know, there are a lot of people in those communities who desire to do great things. And they have all these ideas. And, and let me say, I say they, but I mean we. But, you know, we or they have all these ideas, um, a lot of the kids and adults as well, but there's not a lot of information that goes out to these people in the community that teaches folks how to achieve some of these dreams that they have. There's not a lot of reference. There's not a lot of tools anymore that, that show you A, B, C, one, two, three, cookie cutter, you know, as easy as, you know, those Pillberry cookies that used to come in the tube? I guess they still do. I, yo, we got to go get some of those, matter of fact. You know, the, the ones you just, in the tube, you just cut them and put them in the oven or squeeze them out, put them in the oven. There's not a lot of easy processes like that for people who want to start businesses in small communities or people who want to go out and do things. And, and, and one great thing I think that has happened is the ability to go to college has gotten a lot easier, at least the information piece has gotten a lot easier for um, uh, poor communities or, or minority communities in America. But uh, in, in the communities where I'm from, it's not only that the information don't get out, but another part of it is that it's so heavily burdened by politics. And most people wouldn't believe that by looking at the voter numbers, right? You know, by precinct, definitely wouldn't believe it. If you look at the voter numbers in black, black communities, not even 10% of the community votes, right, in every election. In, in, in uh, major elections, it's a little bit different, but I'm talking about the sheriff, the, and that's getting a little better. Definitely in North Carolina, it's gotten a lot better uh, in North Carolina. Shout out to Wilson NC, too, because people definitely came out to vote. Everybody came out to vote out there for sheriff. But if, if you look around the district attorney, the judges, you know, people aren't voting in those elections. Definitely not in poor minority communities. But in those communities, those are the ones that are so heavily burdened by the outcome of those elections. Look at the community stores that are in traditional black neighborhoods for a second. None of them are owned by people from that community. None of them. Even if they were owned by people in the community, who wants a corner market or a corner store right outside of the property that you put your life savings into? Who wants a retail store, period, 
10 steps away from their front door. No one. But these things are allowed, and they're allowed because in large part, people don't come out and voice their opinion about these businesses, so the zoning is easy to zone for retail areas. Because what? It's going to make the state money. It's going to make the city money. Those stores have to pay taxes. They have to pay taxes on good. It's more money for the city and for the state. But it doesn't do anything for your community. It doesn't do anything for your property. So when that, that's why those communities are so heavily burdened by policy. And it's not even that. I mean, it, it goes on and on and on. You've got the school system and, and you've got the charter school issues. And, I mean, it goes on and on and on and on and on. And, and when Sonny talked about or, or voiced that or spoke that spoken word piece called Liberalville, that's exactly what poor and black communities are. You know, that's exactly what traditional black communities are because black communities, and let me, let me say this before anybody lose their mind or go crazy. I know people out there rolling around in their chairs or pacing and can't wait to call. Listen, I don't equate black communities with poor communities. But I will tell you over 70% of black communities are poor communities. So it is what it is. You can take it for what it's worth. All right? And talking about North Carolina right now, I don't know about over the country, but I guarantee you that number is somewhere around there, and it's definitely over 50%. But we're talking over 70% in North Carolina. I think it's 73 to be exact. If I'm wrong, hit me up, krpradio at gmail.com. But listen, communities where people don't get out to vote unless – there's some sort of celebrity behind it. And I'm not even going to get on that. You guys know what I'm talking about. I'm not even going to go there. All right? I'm not even going to go there tonight. But if any time there's some sort of celebrity push behind any particular candidate, that's when black people come out to vote. That's when traditional black neighborhoods are in an uproar about voting. You know, that's when people feel like, hey, we got to march to the polls. We got to get out there. We got to do our thing. This is what happens in those communities at those times. But majority of the time, you're not going to get people to come out and vote for uh, state senate. You know, you're not going to get people to come out for, uh, I don't know, uh, the judge's race. You know, sheriff again, DA, judge. You know, you don't get people to come out and vote for those elections, and it's unfortunate. You know, it's a horrible thing. But here's one thing I know for sure. that This is something that we have to change, and this is something that has nothing to do with, well, I guess it does has something to do with the people in those communities, but it has more to do with the people who are looking at those communities. And this is why I agree with Liberville. See, when people drive through traditional black neighborhoods, when people drive through poor neighborhoods, all they see is the reality that TV has already given them. They're not seeing a hardworking mom and pop who are inside reading books with their kids, preparing for school the next day. They're not seeing the homeschool parents like us and, and, and you know, sit, sitting, beside, sitting beside their kids and helping them out, helping them study this, that, and the other. You know, they're not seeing anything like that because those things aren't shown on TV. You know, those things are are not popular. You know, those things are too positive. If, if, if it was negative, you see it all over the place. You know, when people drive through the community and they look around, all they see is the couple guys with their pants sagging. You know, the trash that is in the street is maybe in front of that one abandoned house. You know, 
the group of kids that are hanging out that probably look older, but most likely are no older than 11, 12, and 13. You know, the group of teenagers who, who are doing nothing different than what happens in other neighborhoods. But because they're gathered in, in, in traditional poor or traditional black neighborhoods, and when people ride through, all they see is a crew, a clique, a gang, because that's what TV perpetuates. So in hindsight, that's, what's in, that's, that's what goes on in your mind. That's what you believe. That's, you, that's what you accept, you know. When you ride past someone's house in, in traditional black neighborhoods, you don't see the kid that's on the corner that want to be a doctor that just so happens to be dribbling the basketball because he goes to school and plays on the basketball team or because he's excited about the NBA playoffs or the NCAA playoffs tournament or whatever you want to call it or about his little league. You know, they don't, they don't see that. Or they see a kid walking down the street with a bat in his head People who live outside of those neighborhoods and who only watch TV and only watch these movies that perpetuate that bull crap, they see a thug walking down the street with a bat. They don't understand that that kid's on his way to baseball practice and he just so happened to be walking there to the community center up the street. And their mind won't allow them to get there. Their minds won't allow them to take it there because of all the negativity that is perpetuated through black communities and, that, and traditional poor and black neighborhoods they can't discern. They don't have the ability to discern. So I appreciate the video, Liberville, and, and, and it's on video. It's on YouTube, guys. Check that out. I'm not sure exactly what uh, Sunny's channel is. I think it's thisyousaythat.com also. Uh, check her out on Twitter, at symbol Sunny Johnson, Sunny with an O, S-O-N-N-I-E Johnson. But uh, a lot of people, they're, they're, their minds won't go there. They can't fathom that they're responsible people in these neighborhoods. They're responsible people that just so happen to be poor, you know, that play baseball, that walk up the street with the bat in the hand with good intentions, not only bad intentions. They're not walking up the street with a bat in the hand and go beat somebody up. That's why it's so important for young black men, let me just put that out there, and women, but I'm just talking on black men for a sec. It's so important for young black men to represent themselves proper and black women. Let me talk about that in the whole spectrum of things. It's so important for both young and old black people to represent themselves properly because our brand has been tarnished. You know, have you ever seen a store that that's been in where that that's been in that that's been in its place for years, never moved, hadn't changed a thing, but all of a sudden a sign goes up that says what? Under new management. I know somebody out there said it with me, right? under new management, right? And the only reason that song goes up like that is to let people know that, hey, apparently things were bad here before, but now there's a new guy in charge. Things are better. Come check it out now. And shout out to my brother, Rashad Woods, Shout out to my brother, who's the VP of the Love and Father Society, a nonprofit. We are here doing things, whether whether you like it or not. Y'all know my favorite phrase. We're doing B.I.G. things. Shout out to my brother, Kevin Daniels, who's a consultant to the board and who does major things out here coast to coast, nationwide. We rocking, you know. Shout out to my brother, Bobby Richmond, who's also a part of the Love and Father Society, sits on the board, who, who are doing amazing things out here in the community takes his son at every event that he goes to and volunteers with, you know, shout out to those brothers. 
it's so important that we represent something positive in the community for all the negative things we do. I'm not going to sit here and say we're perfect. We all got our stuff with us, right? You might see something that you don't agree with. or might hear something that you don't agree with, and it is what it is. But for large part, we are representing black people, black fathers, properly. This brand is under new management, and we're the managers. We're not out here shucking and jiving, acting like blackface among a lot of white people. Yeah, I know somebody didn't like that. Somebody didn't like that. Too bad. But we're not out here shucking and jiving, acting like someone else. We are who we are, and that's respected through all communities, through from all races, through all creeds and all different types of people from all different backgrounds and all calibers that hold all types of jobs and offices and what may have you. We're ourselves, and we're proud representatives of this brand that has been tarnished so bad that people can't even ride down the street in black communities and see anything positive. It's immediately negative. And here's a secret, folks. Here's a secret on why I know people walk down the street and they see these things. Here's a secret. I see it. That's the secret. I see the same thing. And I'm from that background. I know that background. I'm in those communities. I've talked to those people. I got family there, born and raised there, working there, talking there, volunteering there, teaching there. We're in those communities, and I see the same things that people from outside of those communities see. And sometimes I don't have the ability to discern what I see. I see nothing but negative. I I see the things that TV perpetuates, and I have to remind myself that this brand is under new management and I'm part of that management team so one of the first things that I have to remind myself of when I ride through some places where I don't live anymore or as I'm sitting in the hood or as I'm I'm chilling in the hood or where I'm talking to ignorant ass people sometimes and I'm not attributing all black people or all people who live in the hood as ignorant, but when I'm talking to some people who happen to be ignorant, that happen to be black, it is what it is, and there are some ignorant-ass white folks too, but right now I'm talking about the black community. When I'm in those neighborhoods and I'm talking to one ignorant soul, an ignorant person who is acting, looking, displaying, dressing ignorant or ignorance, I have to remind myself that it's my job to help this person, that it's my job to call that out, that it's my job to see it and understand it for what it is, but it's also my job to be able to discern and say, you know what, even though he looks like that, let's see where his mind is. Let's see what she's really about. Let's see what they want to do with their lives. Let's see how I can help them. And guess what? I also, and we also, have to call that out sometimes. But see, the problem with a whole lot of conservatives out here, and mainly people that are conservatives, no, I'll take that back. It's, 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 it's not mainly conservatives. It's not black. It's, it's, it's most conservatives, period. Because, see, most conservatives, like, you know, and, and I, you guys know I identify with being conservative, okay, but I don't agree with all conservatives, 
right? But some of the language that I hear and a lot of things that I see, folks don't have the ability to discern. They only see what TV shows them, and that's all that they accept. That's all that they talk about is the negatives that they happen to see in those communities. They can't find no good in it. So while I'm fighting on the other side, and while we're fighting all these battles, we also have to have the ability to tell folks, yo, that's not cool. Don't talk like that all loud right now. This is not the proper time or place to do that, depending on where you are, the venue where you are. See, because I believe in freedom of speech, right? I believe that we can have any control I mean, total control over our actions. You can say what you want, when you want to say it. I don't think anybody should have to silence you, but I also believe in personal responsibility. And the truth of the matter is you can't say anything all places. You just can't. Right? You you just can't. It is what it is. You just can't. It's like being in your mama's house and cursing up a storm. You just can't. In your grandma's house and cursing up a storm and acting like a fool. You just can't. So it's part of our job to defend these folks. It's part of our job to teach these folks. But it's also part of our job to check ourselves. Right? It's part of our job to check ourselves and say, you know what? Everything that looks like is gold ain't gold. Everything that looks like it's coal ain't coal. So that means everything that looks bad, everything that looks good isn't so. Spend some time, understand what's going on, evaluate the situation, and like I always tell everybody, which I always feel like is the key to truth, is communicate. So you will never, ever Hear me bashing all people from this particular race or all people that believe that that has this kind of faith or all people that does this and all people that does that. Even on the top of the show when I was joking about Easter having to fall around 420, wasn't really joking, but when I was making joking, when I was making references to it that just happened to be funny, I'm not judging those folks for what they do. I'm not picking on these folks for what they do. It is what it is, but I will not sit back and accept everything that people do without calling it out when I know that there's a different truth than what people are saying for negative or positive. So if you set your ass in church today with towels rolling papers in your pocket, blunts in the car, Going to church just because it's Easter and you're funky fresh, checking out the, all the sisters in there with the fat asses and tight, tight uh, church dresses, and all you ladies out there who jumped in church and host a fine husband today, looking at all these brothers who are handsome and clean in their suits. If that's you, and that's the only reason you go to church, and the only reason you really celebrate Easter, I mean, keep it real with yourself, but if, if that's the only reason you found yourself up in the church house, guess what? I ain't mad at you. See, I wasn't expecting that, were you? I ain't mad at you because you know what? You probably got some word today that was needed. 
So as you work on getting back to church, maybe more frequently to get more of that word or to get more of that camaraderie and more of that love that you get, cool. Your life might improve or not. And some of those things that you do, like the blunts in the ashtray, the blunts in your pocket, the rolling papers in your pocket and your suit coat at church only to check out the ads and the fresh suits and the, the clean cuts and all that, that stuff is going to change because it's going to fall off on you. Because one thing I know, and, and i got to go one minute before the end of the show, one thing I know for sure is that Christ is truth, and the truth is the light. And if you really believe in those things and you really follow those things and, and you don't follow the tradition of Christ, but you follow the belief and the passions that Christ led and that he left for us to do, for us to follow, if you follow that, you can't go wrong. And all the other things you do will slowly fall off if that's what you want to happen, if you're willing to let go. KRP Radio Show, baby, 619-638-8559, krpradioshow.com. My time is up. It is 9-0-0 on a dot. I don't know what happened to Anita Moncrieve and the Black Conservative Fund. Maybe we can get them next time. Maybe not. It is what it is. The show must go on. I appreciate everybody for rocking with us, man. Thanks for listening. Check us out on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter. We're all over. Google KRP Radio Show and uh, tell somebody about it. <laughs> all right, we out of here. One love. Remember, God is love. Love is God. Thanks for listening to the show. You guys are B-R-G in my book. We out of here with the biggie. I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Biggie.
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.